Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Here we go, Davey. Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna beat the Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna beat the Bengals? No! We were down, score was jumping around. The game was a ruckus, no one's comfortable now. Was a hell of a ride, but did we win? No. And welcome back to Fuck, Fuck You, We, we like, like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting to my right on the Zoom call is... Lloyd Johnson. And sitting on the other end of the Zoom call, Cleveland native, one of the fastest rising comics in the Midwest, maybe even the country, is... Mary Santora. Mary Santora, we're happy to have you on. Oh, man, uh, we're doing this little, little post-game edition of Fuck You, We Like the Bengals because... Uh, Still fresh. Because uh, a couple scheduling issues, but we pulled it off, and that was... Um, We'll talk a little bit about comedy because you are, you've been absolutely, you're still like doing shit, like even yeah. through the pandemic, right? You just got um, a night at Hilarities just now. Yeah. So Hilarities opened back up um, in July and they've been like, I think a lot of clubs are doing this now where they're just really heavily relying on their locals. Um, so they, Hilarities actually like changed around their entire format and are going more of the Canadian style now. So the the feature act's going up and doing 20 cold. I've seen that. And someone's doing a 10-minute set in the middle. So they're using the, uh, I don't know, maybe six or eight of us in a rotation. So we're there once a month at least um, based on scheduling. And then if people drop out or you can – it's actually made it kind of easy to just be able to text another local and be like, hey, can you cover for me tonight or whatever. But um, Clarities has been open. I get back on the road this weekend. Where are you going? first – Going to the St. Louis Helium. Um, oh, nice. Yes. I have not uh, been on the road since February. Wow. So I'm, I'm excited. I was doing at least every other weekend on the road last year. Um, and so it's going to be really nice to get back. But I am I am pretty nervous. I mean, like, everybody's nervous right now just traveling. And yeah. I know everybody's taking precautions, and I wouldn't go to a place where I didn't feel safe. But um, Are you in your featuring, yeah. I'm assuming? Yeah, I'm featuring this weekend for Godfrey. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah I, I went to St. Louis. Kind of uh, what's up? I said I'm excited. That's all. That's awesome. I uh, I went to St. Louis uh, at one point last year, pre-pandemic times, which I've said this a lot. I feel like the pandemic has kind of warped my view of the past a little bit because like, I'll see like old pictures of me and old pictures of people like really close together and like in like compact comedy crowds. And I'm like, no one's wearing a mask. No one's social distancing. It's like, Dude, it it's makes ca- me cry. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Like the other day, um, I was doing another podcast where they asked for a clip, um, about, so the premise of the podcast is called, you can't laugh at that. And it's about like heavy or dark material subject matter. Oh, I love that. And, yeah. It's great. It's David Horning and Steve Merz from Cleveland. They do a really good job with it. Okay. Um, but uh, I was I was like, oh man, which part of my set I could talk about my mom being a hoarder or my dad being a gambler or my alcohol addiction. So I'm like going yep. through all these things, and I was watching old videos, and I was watching one from the the first night I ever headlined at Hilarities, which was last July, July okay. 2019. Okay. It was sold out, and it was amazing. And I'm like watching this uh, this big reaction and like 400 people in the club, and I just like I got tears in my eyes because I was like. It's going to be so long before we do this again. I remember, um, I've talked about this a lot, but I remember you opened for, um, it was actually my first experience at Hilarities um, when you opened for Attell. Yeah, 
Yeah. And I actually got to, I was lucky enough to actually do a couple guest spots for him last September. And yeah. I was just like, I don't know how long it's going to be before I'm going to have that kind of incredible experience where I get to do set seven to 10 minutes in front of 300 people with my favorite comedian headlining. Yeah, dude. I, there's those, some guys like that, that just no matter where they go, they pack it in and it's incredible. And they're coming back still. And hilarity's cap went from, excuse me, it went from 400 to 160. Okay. Um, so even sold out at 160, you still kind of get that like reminiscent, like of what it was, but it's not, it's just not the same, you know? Yeah. It's it. And the hilarity's is like a two story comedy club. Yeah, it's a theater. It's got a, a balcony, a loge section, and then it's, you know, got It's a huge regular, club. Um, it's at the bottom yeah. of a restaurant. Pick it's in and the frolic. basement of a, of a really nice restaurant downtown Cleveland, yeah. And it's in, like, that 4th Street area, which is so... It's so cool. Yeah, it's actually very funny because Hilarities is, like, my home club. So it's where I've definitely done the most work and where I've grown the most and things like that. And um, having that be your home club, I didn't realize how spoiled I was. Because they have this incredible menu and this, like, everything's down to a science between, like, policing the room and the way that the comics are treated and everything yep. like that. That in 2018, when I started working the road, like, more consistently, I was blown away by how shitty some places are. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding? I ordered, I went to one place and I ordered a, a pizza with light cheese and they were like, oh, no, no, it doesn't come. We can't do that. Like, it's just You can't put pizza. less cheese on a pizza? They don't make yeah, them. I, just... I was like, um, I was already upset you didn't have pork chops, okay? Like... <laughs> I mean, Go Bananas doesn't have pork chops. We just have fried food, and it's still, to, for my money, one of the best clubs I've ever been to. It's my home club, so I'm obviously biased. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, going from having, like, a, you know, a five-star restaurant where everything's made from scratch, and then you go into some uh, sidebar of a casino, and they're like, you get free <laughs> chips, and you're like, oh, cool. You would like, think a casino is. would have nicer food. You would think. Or sometimes I'll give you a buffet. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> Can't have that now with the pandemic. Right? No. It's probably the only part I miss. <laughs> was the buffet. Yeah, otherwise, like, I want to keep grocery stores the same. Like, I can't believe I let people breathe on me for this long. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Cincinnati open mics are, like, everyone's hogging. Everyone's, like, so, like, in good cahoots with each other. We're all so close. We're all breathing. We're all making out. It's, 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 a, yeah. it's a swell time. I miss you guys. I haven't been down to Cincy in so long. It's been like, I feel like over a year. Wow. Did you do uh, like a, a Wayne Mehmet gig or did you do Go Bananas or? Wayne Mehmet was the last time I was there. I think it was, it was cold. Okay. I don't think it was this year. I don't think it was earlier this year. It was probably <clears throat> December, November, December. It was his first one at the Comet. Oh, okay. So was it, because they're doing outdoor shows now. And was it indoors? If it you was remember? inside. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was probably was last year, though. The yeah. first one there. I came down and did that. Um, yeah, so whenever that, whenever he started that is when the last time I was there. Yeah, they're reopening the club in November, and uh, Kevin Bozeman's doing the first the first weekend. Nice, that'll He's be awesome. one of the funniest people. Have you ever worked with Bozeman ever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of I the mean, f- it's, again, being at Hilarities as often as I am, is I get to work with a lot of, a lot of really great people, so... Um, Pretty much everyone I've ever worked with, my first week with them was popularity. And then from there, it'll... Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Like, I'll be on the road and we'll time it up or whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, I've worked with Bozeman a couple times. Is Hilarity's independently run? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the only one. And, uh, yep, same owner for the last 30 years, however long. And wow. Yeah, it's, um, it's all like a 
local. Yeah, and that's the big thing with the pandemic that we're trying to get people to help out is like this is a Cleveland business. Like, yep. Born and raised. And it's a mainstay in Cleveland. I'm sorry. It's a Cleveland mainstay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's in the yeah. hip part Bring of town. Some of the best entertainment in the country to Cleveland, and we can't lose that. You know. Yeah. So Lloyd, if you had to bet on how many weekends a year Mary Santora would work at Hilarities, if you had to bet on that, where would you go? I'm gonna bet online. We do a lot of these awkward segues <laughs> into our ad reads. We promise this is quick. But That's yes, okay. the wait is finally over. A triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. And the World Series is in full swing. Um, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Lloyd laughs at my segues like every time. No, I laughed at her face when she said sorry. (laughs) Because my phone just went off. Um, It's so stupid. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Is it recorded or just sound? uh, This is just sound. Okay, I wouldn't have done my makeup then. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're going to a club in an hour. I know, I know. I had to, I had to have everything ready. It's a Halloween show, and so I had to do okay. my, like, darker, sluttier makeup. I'm going to be Mrs. Uh, incredible. Oh, nice. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a show this Friday where I'm, we're all dressing up as a, like a character. I'm going to try to be Bitch Hedberg. Oh, there you go. Yes. Like that's what Rachel's doing. Sassy. Rachel Laswell? Ah, uh, she has. I do uh, Weekend at Bernie Max. Oh, that's fun. Um, I thought you were saying, like, Rachel's doing Bitch Hedberg. Yeah, I think she is. Oh, boy. So, I'll have to change that. Yep. Uh, Speaking of things that need to be figured out. What the fuck happened last week? The Bengals and the Browns played, um, from an unbiased fan's perspective, an incredible game. It was a great game. So I had this thought right before this. Mary's like, you're exhilarated about the Browns game. The Browns pulled it off at the last minute. The, bang, the, the Browns won 37-34. But then you realize, that like, right, right after the game, you're like, oh, you, I got to talk to two sad Bengals fans after this. <laughs> well, it was one of those things where I um, It's funny because I don't love doing roast shows. It's not okay. I... I it's not the way that I write. I don't really like being mean to my friends. Like, yes. So I'm not built for it in that sense. And when I do them, I always end up doing really well. And I think it's because it's, it's just it's a different type of writing that challenges me. Yes. Um, but I was like, okay, don't be mean. Like, don't be mean to your friends. Like, so this, uh, so I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know, this podcast was started by Alex Stone and Sam Evans. Do you know those guys? I know Alex Stone, I think. But I don't know that I know Sam Evans. Sam Evans, uh, he started in Cincy, moved to New York. He's doing phenomenal. Actually, yeah, he just came through Cleveland not too long ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sam's awesome. And they they were nice that they handed off this podcast to Billy DeVore. Then Billy got tired of it and handed it off to me. And this is my third year doing it. And we get, we talked about the Beng- we talked about the Bengals a lot. And I think, Lloyd, we've talked about three wins. I've talked about – I've been the host of this for about a year and a half. And I've talked about three total wins. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a bummer. But the game was so bad. But the game was so back and forth. Um, Burrow was 35 of 47 for 406 yards, three touchdowns, and one pick to. Oh, that was the pick at the right at the beginning of the game where there was like, there were like the three yard line. and. Yeah, the first quarter was a mess. Oh, it was it a was shit a, show. An absolute sh- it was a shit show. And I put that, like, that was. One of the few jokes that I did write, it was just that uh, the first quarter of this game is messier than OBJ sheets. <laughs> and, uh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad that um, you understand the rumor of... Oh, yeah. But we can get into that more later. But yes, I put that we one will. on Twitter, and I was like, I'll keep that one for sure. Yes. But it was just such... I mean, it was turnover, and then after that turnover on the second down, Baker threw an interception. Yeah, and, and that's the play that um, OBJ and JC Treader got hurt. Yeah, both of them went out. I mean, what, three <laughs> minutes into the, the first quarter? <laughs> and then um, that was the drive that you guys scored on. 
was when we turned it back over was when you got the first time That over. was a, uh, yeah, it was a burrow. Uh, I would think it was like two QB sneaks in a row. They couldn't get on the first yeah. one, and then they got it on the next one. I just assumed that Treader said he had to take a shit, and OBJ followed him in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if Treader came back in the game, OBJ is hurt now. I don't know. What did what did OBJ hurt? His knee. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, that game was so back and forth. What's up? When it started off like that, I was like, I can't watch three hours of this. Like this. Is yeah, like, I was about to say the watch. same thing. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to subject myself to a high school football game. Like, this is ridiculous. I can't yes. do this. But then it was like, after halftime, it was completely turned around. And it was a, a great game of, you know, just scoring drive after scoring drive. I was, I was very happy. Five touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Yeah. One, two. Is it Njoku or Njoku? Because I've heard both. Njoku. Njoku. One to Njoku, one to T. Higgins, Kareem Hunt, Gio Bernard, then Peoples-Jones. If you want to get picky, technically his last name's Njokawani, but he just goes by Njoku. Okay. No, I don't feel <laughs> I don't I don't feel like saying Njokawani, even though I just did very clearly for his, some reason. His cousin was a fighter. Oh, okay. And Njoku is... He was like their first round pick, I want to say 2018? That I'm not sure of. It was, um, it was either 2017 or 2018. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but I think it was I think it was 2017 because it was the year they got Miles Garrett first overall. 2017 was the year we went 0 and 16. Uh, the 2017 draft, yes, and then you yeah. got Baker Mayfield the next year. 2018 we got Baker Mayfield, yeah. Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward and Jabril Peppers. No, I could be. Wrong. I think I'm wrong on that, but but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. The both receiver cores. Played well. Um, Rashard Higgins for the Browns. He was the leading receiver. Six receptions for 110 yards. Sorry, uh, did two or three of those come in that last drive, too? I want to say something. I think something along those lines. There was only three. We had 40, uh, 50 seconds, and we got in the end zone with, like, 11 seconds left. And I think two of those three passes went to Rashard Higgins. He yep. scored that last touchdown. Uh, no, Peoples-Jones scored the last touchdown. Yeah, Higgins, Higgins yeah. had the... That he had the over the sh- the like the oh, yeah, leaping, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then Peoples Jones had the last touchdown. The first uh, the first two touchdowns for the Browns were scored by a guy who I actually kind of put money on today, and oh. as a uh, Bengals fan, it pains me to say that he did win me some money today. But Harrison Bryant, okay. because Austin Hooper, Austin like Hooper, you have somebody on your fantasy team and you're playing them, and you're like, God damn it, I don't. It's want to so root for bittersweet. You. <laughs> Because yeah. Austin Hooper came down with a tummy ache. That's why I stopped yeah. playing fantasy football. It was one year I had like seven teams. And other than one of them, I was like, oh, I need San Antonio. Oh, nope, no, yeah, stop. I'm, I was saying I needed a Pittsburgh player to score while we were playing Pittsburgh. I went, nope, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm good. I it's can't. so bittersweet. And you guys understand having a uh, pretty shitty team for so long. That was always a problem for Browns fans where it's like, I have had, like, I was even telling you guys, where I'm like, I don't feel comfortable roasting the Browns. I would have players that I knew were high scoring that I'm like, I can't put this guy in. Like, I have to bench him. Yeah. Because then I'm rooting against <laughs> him if he's playing the Browns. Like, I can't. I can't root against the Browns because I want my fantasy team to do well. So I would rather let my dudes sit. And they're $20 leagues. I'm not playing for anything crazy. Yeah. But I'm like, I have to sit this wide receiver because I don't want I don't want him to do well. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. him be on my bench and pick up someone who's going to get a couple points than have him run all over our fucking And be like, yeah, wait a minute. No. Exactly. I was like, I can't put myself through that. Which is kind of what Harrison Bryant put me through today because he was like a super cheap option. Yeah. But then he got two touchdowns and I'm like, yeah, oh. But then the Bengals receiver core, and I had the, kind of had this take at the beginning of the year. Uh, the Bengals have one of the, my take was the Bengals have one of the best receiver cores in the league. And I still don't think that's a crazy take. No, you guys, I mean, your passing game is great. I mean, get, even with the line having the, the struggles that it has been, the leading receiver for the Bengals, and I sent this text to my younger brother, Brett, who I'm trying to get on, uh, at... Uh, on the podcast. On the podcast. Please. Yes, on the podcast. The little brother's trying to get on. I sent my brother, Brett, this text at 1.02 p.m. I said, Boyd is going to go off, and he kind of did. Yeah. Uh, 11 receptions, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Um, AJ Green was seven receptions for 82 yards. 
good old T. Higgins was. Just have uh, this is he just had his first hundred yard game last week, didn't he? Yeah, that was T. Higgins. That was T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Um, he had five receptions for seventy one yards and a touchdown. Geo five for fifty nine and a touchdown. I also forgot to say this: Baker should have had more picks. Or no, not Baker. He uh, Burrow. Does. Burrow. Oh, I was like, he usually does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's one of the things he's known for is interceptions. Baker, <laughs> Baker, the he, someone called him Baker, the touchdown maker. Mm-hmm. Um, but Burrow, he threw that one pass to was it Boyd or was it Green? But I think the the route got completely lost, and then the defensive back literally had it in his hands oh, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. just dropped it completely. Yeah, there were a couple yeah lucky things like that. I was ner- I was nervous at the very end that hail mary that he put up. Obviously, he threw it into fourteen people. Oh yeah. Know? But I was like, I mean, the guys, he's good, and then you look at your guys' wide receivers are there. So I'm like, oh my god, if I can catch this. That was a very heart stopping like, moment. Which <laughs> people complained about Burrow's arm strength at the beginning of the year. He threw that ball sixty yards. Dude, yeah, they were on the. I mean, they were in between the forty and fifty on the other side. Yeah. And he got it into the end zone. I was like. This is like, part of me as the Bengals fan was trying to process that moment, like, all right, that happened. But I just, part of me couldn't believe that it happened. Mm-hmm. I was just so taken aback by the whole the whole game in general, plus the the back and forth scoring in the fourth quarter and the hail mary and that last drive for the Browns. It, it was a drive where nothing could go wrong. It was one of those where I'm like, if you take a half step the wrong way, or if you sit in the pocket for a half, one extra <coughs> second, like we don't have, there's nothing, there's no timeouts. You have 30 seconds to do what you need to do. And luckily they pulled it out and they, they made the, you know, Baker made the, the right choices and things like that, that led to not doing anything wrong. But those are those moments where your heart is stopping yes. and you're sitting there and you're like, J- anything, the slightest thing goes off. And then this is the end of the game. Yep. You know? One wrong throw, which I, cause, um, who was the defensive back covering Darius Phillips was the guy covering people's Jones in the last play, um, that people's Jones scored. Like, he had his hands up. The ball went through his hands. Yeah. Because I, I was talking, my, my dad was, like, ranting about this. I got the phone with him. Because um, it's a cornerback's instinct to want to intercept the ball. And at that point, I mean, it's obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, But swat the ball. Yeah. S- swat the ball. Get it out of, out of play. Don't try and be a hero. Swat the ball. That's all you can do. And it ended up working out in... Your favor. I mean, the Bengals don't have much of a shot this year because they're playing the Titans next week, and they are filthy. I think they just lost their first game. Filthy. They're filthy. It's a fun way of saying yeah. good. Well, that's like last week when we lost. We had our asses spanked by the Steelers last week. Oh, yeah. And um, people on Twitter were crying their eyes out, like calling it Baker's not what he's chalked up to. Oh, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, first of all, he's hurt. He's playing. He's injured as he's playing right now. Like, he's got bruised ribs or had a rib injury or whatever it was. And then I was like, also, guys, the Browns are 4-2 for the first time in 26 years. Since they've like been 20... since they've been the new Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it, it's been. 1994 was the, the last time that we had won four games. Was Kozar like, the quarterback back then? And I was just like, why can't, why can't you just be happy? Like, and that's the thing, being an optimistic person and a pretty positive person, when people are like, this is supposed to blah, blah, I'm like, dude, can you literally, the first time in almost 30 years and you want to cry that we're four and two, just fucking relax. I right? have a similar story. 2015, the Bengals were eight and O. They started off eight and O, and then they played a Monday night game against the Texans, which they lost. Do you remember that game, Lloyd? Vaguely. But they lost a Monday night game against the Texans. People were shouting from the stands, same old Bengals. Same old Bengals. And some saint outside of the stadium said, fuck off. You're eight and one. I'm like, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Like, the, this is a new baby. Nobody's ever looked like this. Like, come on. Just be happy for what you have. And that's the hard thing I feel about, like, hardcore football fans is they get wrapped up in stats and things like that so often that they're like, picking apart every single little play and every, this is what he did in that game back in 90, you know, I'm just like, dude, just fucking chill out and enjoy the fact that we have a winning season. Yes. Like, this, is, this is an anomaly for us. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so jaded at this point. Like, I don't even get excited anymore. <clears throat> like, at the end of the game, I'm like, oh, no, we, we just lost. Like, as soon as I saw 
the last touchdown we had. I went, oh, we just lost this game. Yep. <laughs> as soon as I saw how much time was on the clock, I was like, we just lost this game because every other game I've ever seen where we leave it on any time on the clock at the end, we've lost. So I was like, oh, okay. So it'll be cool to just sit back and watch us do this again. And we did. The Bengals had a minute and six seconds, I believe. I think I nailed that. <clears throat> yeah, yep, nailed seconds. it. A minute and six seconds. They had a minute and six seconds to blow that game. And they did in Mary Santora's favor. And the Browns' I, favor. But, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, when I see people I like you're talking about, the ones that get super mad and like, oh, it's this and it's this. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Your wife sucks. I, I don't know what to tell you, but I didn't do it, and I don't want to hear about how mad you are about guys who catch a ball for a living. Well, and I wonder if you guys get this at all. This is something that really, really upsets me to the point where, like, I have to watch the game with certain people because I, I was watching the uh, – I recently started dating something, somebody, and I was watching the game with him and his friends, and they were, like, joking about how how bad the Browns were. And how we still had time to fuck it up and all this stuff. And we were up by, like, two touchdowns with four minutes left. And I was getting pissed. I was like, listen, I know you guys are trying to be funny right now, but we never win. So how about we just, you know, like, I, like, started to lecture them. because, And they're like, well, just make it a joke, God. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to. Like, you don't have to joke about how shitty we are when we're up by 14 points. This is like, years this is- of misery for you because you've been a Browns yes. fan. Okay, here, I have a question for you. And Ready. I will die. I have a hill I'm willing to die on is Tim Couch, other than Baker being the best quarterback in Browns franchise history. What do you think? You're wrong. It's Johnny Manziel. That is where you're wrong. Really? No, I'm fucking kidding. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I will be completely honest with you. I haven't been a hardcore Browns fan for long. Um, I didn't okay. grow up in a house like a football house or anything like that. Okay. My family wasn't super into sports. I actually didn't really even get into football until I was in high school. Okay. And it was 2006-7. Oh, so Derek, like the Derek Anderson years. Derek Anderson years, but here's the thing. Um, my boyfriend at the time, my high school sweetheart, was really into the Colts. Oh. And so I fell in love with Peyton Manning. That's the year they and won the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. That was, yes. So I have, like, two, I still to this day, I have two Peyton Manning jerseys. Like, that was, like, I knew more about the Indianapolis Colts than I knew about the Browns for years. And I took, like, the Colts as my team for a while because that's all I knew. I didn't know any different. I was 16, 17 years old. And my boyfriend at the time was, like, teaching me all this stuff. So I honestly didn't become, like, really following football until a couple years ago. Okay. But I, like, really got it, really got into the Browns and, like, started paying attention. And you've lived in Cleveland your whole life, right? But I have, yes, I have lived here my whole life. I've, I've worked and lived in Cleveland. I went to school at the University of Toledo. Okay. Which is only two hours away. So Kareem Hunt went Ohio. there, correct? What'd you say? Kareem Hunt went there, correct? I don't know. Did he? I believe so, Kareem actually. Hunt? Kareem Hunt went to the University of Toledo. I'm going to look this up real quick. When did he graduate? Were we there together? I cheered. Uh, I believe, yep, he played college football at Toledo. Uh, he was a third-round pick by the Chiefs in 2017. 2013 to 16. I was there 2008 to 2012. So I <laughs> missed him by one year. Yep, and then he uh, went to uh, the Chiefs. Punched a la- he was great, then he punched a lady in a hotel room, and now he's a Cleveland Brown. Hey, that's what we're known for. There you go. Nice too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Mixon punched a lady in a restaurant, so. But she did. The what? She did spit on him and shout racial slurs, so. I'm, I'm what's you mad at him? We don't have to debate this. This is like. <laughs> Take a breath. Ah, I'm I like gonna... saying shit I know is going to bother him. <laughs> it's, it's honestly one of my favorite things in life right now. I see that. And if you want to see a better version, we'll have I'm to not... have you on one when my daughter's around. <laughs> because she is 17 and she is so viciously mean to Alex. I'll be right back. I'm going to get something. But and she's so good at it that it is genuinely like, upsetting to him. Mean to be funny. He's not wrong. Yeah. Just mean to him. No, she just likes picking on him. Oh, okay. Like the the first night she met him, he said something. He's like, well, no, 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 I'm a DJ. And she just looks at him and goes, well, you've identified the problem. <laughs> That's fantastic. And uh, she came up from Florida. She lives in Florida. And she came up from Florida and brought and bought me a DJ Girl t-shirt. Look at that. <laughs> Which, Do you wear it? 
Uh, I've my first night back DJing. I am going to wear it. I feel like purple's your color. It's the plum goes well. It, Ouch. It's tight. Oh my god. It's also crop and like the three quarter bell sleeve. Oh yeah, let that belly button out. Look at you. Yeah. It's yes. a tiny shirt. You are and the I, DJ girl. Yes, I'm gonna wear it. I, I'm I'm not even gonna take this off. I'm gonna wear it the rest of the episode. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. yeah. You, you do whatever you need to do to feel better. <laughs> you know what I do need to do to feel better? What's that? What's that? Oh, boy. This was an awkward segue that I don't think Mary was expecting. Um, use Manscaped. Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped. But yes, 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of our control. But there is one thing you can't control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Um, so how, Mary, um, are you a fan of ear hair at all? I'm assuming not. Ear hair, nose hair. No, get rid of it. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thankfully, Manscaped does have some products of that, because Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and togs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is, and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking, weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners, Mary Santora included, polled admitted uh, that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ROGUETHEORY at manscaped.com. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and hairs in our holes looking nice. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair, armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. So, um, if you had to Can bet... I just say that... What's up? That looked so good with your purple crop top on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I I genu I told Lily his daughter that I am genuinely going to wear this. I mean, I'm gonna put a shirt over this because I DJ in uh, college bars and I can't have my tum tum hanging out in front of 22 year olds. Sure you can. Yeah. No, I can't. What? You, what? Someone's gonna be like, "Oh, the DJ's creepy." <laughs> There's a surprise. Ever said that before. No one's ever said. No that. one's ever said that before. <laughs> my predecessor kind of was. Back in my drinking days, though, there was one time I was uh, wasted in Pittsburgh after a show. And I went to brunch with two comics, and as soon as we, it was like a nice brunch place, and I had a gift card from like years before that I was like, hey, I got 50 bucks to this place, and they're like, it's not going to get us very far, but we can go get like a Bloody Mary bar or something. And I was in that like hungover, still drunk phase when I woke up, Yep. and we went to this brunch place, and as soon as I walked in, we did a shot of Fernet. We got a drink, and I, like, turned around and said way too loud and drunk. I was just like, um, where's the DJ? <laughs> <laughs> Like, completely serious. Like, was absolutely looking for someone to go request a song from at 11 a.m. Hey, yeah, by Usher. That's exactly what it was, and that's what that reminded me of. Most of the time, just, where's the, I have a song, Amy, where's the DJ? Yeah, so if you had to bet on how many times Mary Santora has done that in her lifetime, where would you go? We do this twice. Bet online. I'd go to bet online as well, because the wait is finally over. A doubleheader of fun is upon us. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. The NBA Finals are here, and the MLB playoffs with the World Series are in full swing. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So, 
now that we got all that out of the way. Uh, we are going to, um, we're going to roast the Browns, even though they just came back and roasted us at the last minute. So just a heads up for everybody. Uh, I'm going to go back on some of the jokes I did on the last one so that Mary can rate them. Yep. But um, uh, somebody was real, real stupid and left uh, the notebook that they wrote their burns down in at work. So I only have the handful that I wrote the first day, and all the ones I've been writing for the past few days are uh, sitting at the Cincinnati Zoo. And some of these, uh, some of my jokes feel real stupid um, because um, of the Bengals' last-minute loss. But we're going to get right to it. Uh, we are going to start with uh, the mascot, Chomps. Chomps, uh, who in, the, in that picture appears to be in a U.S. military outfit, even though he isn't actually in the military, which is technically Stolen Valor, right? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen Stolen Valor like that since the Cleveland Browns claimed to be an NFL franchise. Oh, I like that. Speaking like of that. being deceptive, the website says that he's six foot one, 195 pound Labrador. <clears throat> in the pictures and videos, you can see he has three quarters of a helmet fused to his head and cannot even wag his tail without moving his whole body. I have serious doubts that this is an actual Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> but Chomps, also, just how corny is it that they said his favorite foods are roasted raven and bang, ba baked Bengal tiger? <laughs> You knew that was coming. Come on. Yeah, but I just, I mean. So cheesy. <laughs> um, Chomps uh, apparently he's in the military and he's a Browns fan. Kind of like a two-for-one PTSD special. Ooh, Is he just yeah. trying to guarantee that his wife cheats on him? <laughs> the what? Is he just trying to guarantee that his wife cheats on him? Yes, he is. Um, we're going to move on to the owner, Jimmy Haslam, who looks like Mike Pence before he went to conversion therapy. <laughs> He does look like he has to constantly tell his wife to quit flinching. <laughs> when they're out in public, just like, stop, it's fine, it's, it's fine here, there's people, stop. He's like, so Haslam's like the owner of like the Pilot gas stations, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Flying J and Pilot. Yep. He does a lot, and he's a fucking billionaire. Uh, a GM Andrew Barry, who looks like the Fresh Prince of ITT Tech. First time. Oh, it's fine. Coaching. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, I have a question for you about um, him afterwards. Uh, I saw a headline that said Kevin Stefanski is guiding the Browns through COVID-19 and racial strife in his first year as head coach. It's actually not a very difficult task for him as one of his eyes is focused on COVID and the other is focused on racial strife. <laughs> oh no, you ruined it. He has a lazy eye. It's unsettling. So he looks like Negan from The Walking Dead hit himself with the bat. Because <laughs> remember that the thing, though, one guy's eye. We're going from fucking Freddy Kitchens, okay? So I was like, about to ask you about that. Oh, go ahead. How much of the Brown success do you think lies on going from Freddy Kitchens to Kevin Stefanski? Well, Freddy Kitchens just had a knack for being a terrible coach. He would make the wrong person. calls in a person. person. Yeah. Well, and what I was going to say when you were like, you, I didn't even notice his lazy eye because I stared at Freddie Kitchens for an entire season. So Kevin Stefanski <laughs> was like, my ass. shining armor. I'm like, oh my God, daddy. Like, that is okay, sexy. Like, that. I'm like, oh God damn it, he does have a lazy eye. All right? It is a, he's your, he's, he's 230 at the bar hot. <laughs> he is, definitely. Well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to touch on this at all, but the Browns have had 28 head coaches in uh 30 years it's pretty nuts for 21 years 28 head coaches in 21 years 28 head coaches maybe is that the quarterback number i just looked it up i think that's the quarterback number yeah, that's the quarterback number well okay never mind then uh that's I mean, okay I, I thought that was okay i think you're not far off with the head coaches either because they're usually one or two seasons each 14 head coaches <laughs> okay in 21 years I'm trying to think back on who some of those were. Like either way, basically Browns fans are just like um, a little kid with a you know with a very um, salacious mom. Like we're just looking for someone to stick around. Like that's yep. all we need. Like, I feel like all the Browns all the Browns players are like bartenders. They just pretend to like the person in front of them at the moment, knowing yeah. they're gonna leave. You soon. don't need you don't need to get it too attached. 
Like, I said oh, Kevin Stefanski is like our he's like our Whoopi Goldberg and sister act. Like he's <laughs> gonna be the one who sticks around and actually cares about us, you know, turns things around. Yep. Because uh, so, he can see halfway around already. <laughs> I mean, he's way better than Hugh Jackson. Why did you guys keep Hugh Jackson as long as you did? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I think his in- ownership really likes malted milk balls, and Hugh Jackson's head looks exactly like a malted milk ball. <laughs> that might be it. That guy was so arrogant. He thought he had control of the team, but he won he one game in five two. Five foot three. Of course he is. <laughs> He had yeah. short man syndrome. He's five foot three, on, standing next to six foot nine Adonises all day. Yeah, of course he was arrogant. You picture yeah. Hugh Jackson next to Miles Garrett. That's what I'm saying. He's like, "You go do right. this. Look what I get to command." <laughs> He's a sad little man. It's okay. He is. Quarterback Baker Mayfield, the guy who just um, lit up the scoreboard on us. Uh, he looks like the most hipster kid in the trailer park. <laughs> Uh, Stephen A. Um, this was last week. Stephen A. Smith says he's given up on Baker Mayfield. In an unrelated story, Stephen A. Smith's vocal cords have given up on Stephen A. Smith. So Baker Mayfield looked like Orlando Bloom's knockoff Tallahassee Bloom. Tallahassee <laughs> Bloom. Um. So I, I, you've probably seen this. Saquon Barkley has actually been doing Hulu commercials with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, wow, what a combo. A guy whose 2020 season was over before it started, and Saquon Barkley. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, the, I see the ones that I wrote are, ends up being so mean. Um, but the only one I wrote about Baker Mayfield, they said, um, what did I write? Hold on. I don't know who gets run around on more, the Browns defense or Baker Mayfield's wife. <laughs> <laughs> he, did you guys hear about the whole Cheesecake Factory thing? I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, I heard a bit of it, yeah. Elaborate on that. He got accused, um, some girl that he apparently like met on Snapchat or something like that went on a local radio show and like lit his ass up about hooking up with him in a car behind a cheesecake factory. Oh my God. Yeah, and like, like they had been Snapchatting pictures back and forth. The whole interview is on like YouTube and everything like that. Um, but yeah, this was not too long ago that earlier this year that she came out and like did this whole like exclusive interview and was like just putting him on blast saying that like she's been hooking up with them and they met behind in a car behind the cheesecake factory and yeah it just showed his affinity to pick a six you know <laughs> his uh it's a man who knows how to get a pick six mm-hmm. the the whole story was actually uncovered by their waiter trent richardson <laughs> Uh, and his backup, Case Keenum, who has played for seven teams in his nine-year career. Case Keenum has bounced around so much, you would have thought he was in a hotel hallway fight with Kareem Hunt. Case Keenum, I feel like he just he does not know what a hug from a parent feels like. <laughs> He's known for one play and one play ever, which is one of the greatest. It was probably, for my money, the greatest play of the 2010s. Was the Minneapolis Miracle? I'm unfamiliar. Uh, when uh, the Vikings beat the Saints at the last second, when Case Keenum threw to Stefan Diggs. It was like a 60-yard touchdown as time expired in the playoffs to beat the Saints. Damn. Oh, it was insane. The Bengals weren't playing, so I probably had stopped watching football by that point in the year. Uh, one of Joe Buck's only good calls. Running back. The guy we just talked about, Kareem Hunt. Man, I haven't seen a career disappear in a hotel like that since Martin Luther King Jr. stayed at the Lorraine. Ouch. <laughs> that was good. Uh, Kareem Hunt looks like Big Ass Wayne. Just as hot, just as ugly, just bigger. And big Ass Wayne. Probably hit just as many. Never. Little Wayne also punched a woman in a hotel. Oh, that's not shocking. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Wide receiver. Uh, we're going to start with Poodell Beckham Jr. Here he is. Yes. A rumor has been circulating that Odell Beckham Jr. likes women to take likes women to take shits on his chest. 
and yet that's not half as embarrassing as him having a Browns logo on his chest. This whole look and uh, personality are built to distract you from, from something. I can't quite... I wonder what it might be. Anyone, anyone want to guess? <clears throat> the whole scandal. The whole scandal. I think he went with the shit on the chest thing other than just admitting he's gay. I, I, I do. <laughs> there was... Okay, so I'll address this. Um, we're actually going to... I'll go straight to him. Um, do you have anything on OBJ, Mary? Yeah, actually, when all those rumors came out, he laughed when they asked him if he enjoyed that. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, he laughed about it, and he said, if I really enjoyed getting shit on, I would have signed with the Cincinnati Bengals. (laughs) Oh, not funny. No, it was fun. That was my, that's funny, but it's also, aw. I laughed, but he started making, like, that real low noise, like, where I thought he was going to say something. Yes, I'm not acknowledging it was good. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm actually going to... Like, I was trying to write roast jokes about Browns players, and then they ended up being mean towards you guys. I was like, I don't think that's the vibe. But that's okay. We were, we were mean to you guys, even though you just beat us. Right. <clears throat> I'm actually going to skip right to this guy, because we brought up something. Kaderil Hodge. This is a really obscure internet rumor, but Kaderil Hodge was the subject of an internet rumor where he was in a gay relationship with Odell Beckham Jr. Did you see this? I did not, but... Um, I've heard a lot of other stories, so... Yes, rumors circulated even more when Hodge was seen buying two bottles of laxatives. Two, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. Yes. Big guys. Big it was a big Friday night for them. Yeah. Uh, and then we're, we'll go back to him, but... Jarvis Landry. You have anything on old Jarv? <clears throat> Jarvis Landry looks like a rejected Monster High doll. Someone with a daughter would make that joke. But that's <laughs> uh, what do you have? You're about to do something else. Oh, he also looks like if Ashy, Ashy Larry went through a goth phase. <laughs> uh, Jarvis Landry wore cleats last Sunday that had an image of Mac Miller on them in honor of the late rapper. Uh, he was on his Donald Trump shit, to which OBJ said, Did someone say shit? <laughs> um... Uh, and the Browns <coughs> honored Mac Miller last weekend by absolutely playing dead against the Steelers. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. That's really good. Right, oh, man, that might be my favorite one so far. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else? No. Uh, we'll move on to Richard Higgins, who looks like a Muppet Jimmy Butler. <laughs> he has it on the next slide. I got a kind of a... Richard yeah, Higgins. Yeah. His nickname is Hollywood. He looks like a mascot for Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> Tight We're going to start with old tummy ache Austin Hooper, who looks like he regularly cries at 21 Pilots concerts. Oh my god, he does. Austin <laughs> Hooper looks like Shia LaBras. <laughs> oh, oh no. Austin Hooper looks like his first name should be Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, so I went back on the Austin Hooper's Instagram because he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl that the Falcons played against the, um, against the Patriots. And he had a picture of him, like, saying he scored the touchdown, but he turned off his Instagram comments. Oh, probably because he didn't want people to talk shit. Yeah, because they, they, they were up 28 to 3, and then he just turned off his Instagram comments for months, actually. Yeah. Well, he was crying for that long. <laughs> I also, in the past, I say he looks like the the head pastor at Barstool Community Church. Oh my god, yes. Uh, like he's converting girls who are about to be 18. <laughs> about to. Yeah. Like, so close. I didn't have... He, he has a guitar strap with, like, a rainbow... Like he has a rainbow guitar strap. It doesn't get why that makes people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't have anything on Harrison Bryant, so we'll get to... So he looks like a high-ass Q-tip. He does look like a high-ass Q-tip. Yeah. Jedrick Wills, your guys' first-round pick from this year, who looks like Bobby Moy Hawaiian. <laughs> Bobby Moynihan from SNL. Yeah, you gotcha. Took me a second. I was trying to see if I had a... I was trying to, still trying to figure out if I had a burn when it happened, so... And I did not have one written down for him, so... 
Uh, Mary, do you have any offensive linemen? Do you have, do you have any alignment? No. That's all right. I uh, don't even know who half these people are, if I'm being totally honest with you. How about this guy, Joel Batonio? I only have Batonio and Treader left. Batonio. Let me get to... Oh, hey, hey, whoa. Yeah. Joel Batonio looks like his pregame meal is firewood. Uh, yeah, or like hard-boiled eggs or something. Joel Batonio <laughs> looks like the only, <clears throat> the only Italian thing about him is he eats every Italian dessert after every meal. <laughs> Um, and... off-putting. Yes, it really is. Like, in, some intimate... Hey, wow, wait. Shit. Wait. Yeah, Lloyd, I know what I said. Alright. <laughs> and, uh, the center, I don't know if you know what his comparison looks like, but J.C. Treader. he, uh, wow, this might be a reach. J.C. Treader looks like the We Have Mark Andrews at Home version of Mark Andrews. You know who he looks like? He kind of looks like that juice guy who went viral with the Fleetwood Mac song. Oh, what's his uh, dog? What's his what's his dog name? Face something yes, dog, dog face something. Yeah, something. he looks yes. like a, a healthier, like a fatter version of him. <laughs> Jason Turner looks. looks like, <laughs> he, he looks like if that guy didn't know how to skateboard. <laughs> That's really fucking good. So it looks like he's collected so many beanie babies that he's slowly becoming one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I just had one. Um, no, instead of a uh, last week, instead of dreams, he would have the for Fleetwood Mac. Instead of dreams, lost in a landslide. Uh, <laughs> we should have. We should have ended on the on her funny one. Yes, on her actually funny <laughs> one. Defense. Oh, we could. I had some things in the past for Miles Garrett. Let's pull out some retro burns for Miles Garrett. I was just very surprised. I was like, I was so I when I go into anything that has to do with the Browns, I prepare myself for, and I'm not. This is not a knock against you guys are saying that you're happy, but I prepare myself for the typical things that I hear about the Browns. And I thought for sure I was going to get a Miles Garrett. Uh, we can. I can pull some out from from the from the archives. I can definitely do that. I say just from this. If picture. you already told them, don't worry about it. These are from last Unless year. You're proud of it. Give me your best one. Uh, you you had one, I think. Uh, um, I think it was last year. I don't have it with me. Um, I was gonna say he looks like the little girl off of the off the train in Polar Express. <laughs> I yeah, the visual has to be there. Um, you said. Uh, I think you said that Miles Garrett. Um, he was suspended for hitting Mason Ruff in the in the oh, yeah, head. Yeah. Which means, yeah, he's a pretty cool yeah. guy. Yeah, I was like, he's my favorite Browns player now. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said about Miles Garrett that he's like if Cam Newton, or Cam Newton was like if Miles Garrett was a quarterback. That's basically how freakish okay. of an athlete Miles Garrett is. He's but so good. He's, in, he's insane. Didn't he have like a sack in like five straight games? He does that. That's what he does. Yep, and uh, like you he said, just, he was... He just, like, he's a sack monster. Like, and it's, it, that's the only way. I don't know how to say that without sounding so disgusting. Like, it's just, <laughs> a giant ball sack with dreads. So just... Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, he was suspended after hitting Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph in the head with Rudolph's own helmet. The real story here is that a Steelers quarterback owns a helmet. Am I right, Ben Roethlisberger? <laughs> the motorcycle accident from... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> took me a second. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should have just skipped Miles Garrett. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about Miles Garrett a little bit. We don't have to. Uh, so, yeah. Let's do some... Predictions and bullshit. So, who do the Browns play next week? Do you know yet? Good question. I can look that up because... Hey, I, I don't have any Browns on my... Fantasy team, active fantasy team outside of Nicholas Chubb. He is hurt. We are missing him. We play the Raiders. Raiders. Yep. Oh, they're they're pretty good. They play the Reindeers. Mm-hmm. The Reindeers. The Reindeers. The Las the Vegas Reindeers. Reindeers. And the Reindeers, um, yeah. they're not bad. They're they're running and gunning. And Derek Carr's actually been kind of good this year. Been really good this year. Yep. So the like the Raiders, the way they play football is. They are. They try to be faster, stronger, and bigger than everybody. Football IQ maybe a little off, 
But they're just like, we're going to be bigger, faster, and stronger than everybody. Because you know how they draft wide receivers? They show up for the 40-yard dash, watch that, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> how fast is he? That's all we care about. Yep. That's Can he catch the, a ball? Doesn't matter. <laughs> the ninth overall pick from 2000, or 2009, I want to say, was, and here's a name for you, Darius Hayward Bay. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Exactly. He played for a handful of different teams, and honestly, if he hadn't had both of his shoulders ripped apart in his first two years, he'd probably have been a lot better. Yeah. But he had, like, basically both of his shoulders rebuilt pretty early on, so. Like, the Bengals in 2017, you, got, you guys got Miles Garrett. Um, they, did the, they had the Raiders philosophy where they drafted the fastest guy at the Combine, which was John Ross. Do you know who the pick after that was? I don't. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is uh, the most Browns thing you can do. And I think two picks after Mahomes was Deshaun Watson. So, uh. And that's the year you guys got Deshaun Kaiser. Good. He, I believe, was a backup on the Packers? Something, yeah. No. Where, where the hell is Deshaun Kaiser? Mary's over us. She's ready to go. Yeah, she is ready to go. Because you got to go to Hilarities. Sad. The what? <laughs> Sad when I think about those kinds of things. I want to pull my hair down and do the same thing she's doing. <laughs> yeah. I just cut. I just cut mine. I just had like I had long hair for a little bit. I'm I think like, mine's probably considerably longer than hers now. Yeah, hers longer than mine. Oh yeah. Mine goes down to like my boobs. Lloyd's goes down to like. It's pretty insane. I was saying I'm I'm considerably taller than you are. And mine goes down past my boobs. Damn. What are you going to... You should be, um... Who's the guy from Moana? Uh... Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, what's his name in it? The Demigod. Uh... That's who you should be for Halloween. What the hell is his name in that movie? Uh, let's Maui. see. Maui. His name is Maui, Maui. yeah. You already yep, got it. nailed you it. You already got the tattoos and everything? Like, you would kill a Maui costume. <laughs> It's just what a grass skirt, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and a, a spear. fish hook. Fish hook. Yep. A fish uh, hook. That's what it is. That is a spear. Uh, Santora's Mary Santora has to go, so we'll move I'm on sorry. to. No, 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 no. This was this was awesome, Mary. You were phenomenal. This was the last time we did a Zoom episode. Was not not so hot. <laughs> well, I've luckily been doing not not us. It, it was a different story. No, you're fine. I've luckily been doing a lot of Zoom comedies, so I feel like if you would have caught me never having used the app before, uh, this would have been a train wreck. But now I got like a microphone and a ring light, and I got like a little setup. The with curtain, curtain behind you, I like it. Perfect. Have it all. I just have out. my tiny ass studio apartment in Cincinnati, Ohio. I, I, I don't dude, know. My building is so old. I have a milk door <laughs> in my right okay. next to my actual door. I was doing actually a Zoom show. And I moved, I was on my phone and I moved it. And someone's like, do you have a milk door? I was like, I don't even know what that is. And apparently that's what I have in my apartment. So. Well, you've been in the building I lived in. That was built in 1880-something. Yeah, dude. Wow. Um, so I remember Mary waking up on my couch, still pretty hungover, and me being like, do you want cupcakes? And she went, yeah. <laughs> and I went to get cupcakes. God, forever, yes. <laughs> yeah, this is probably three years ago. And I've I, been sober for almost two, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be... I think 2017 was the first time I ever came down to Cincy, and I just did a couple like open mics. I'm almost positive I yeah. just came down and like hung out. 2017 was like my nosedive back into comedy after taking pretty much a year off. That was really. Rand still lived with me. Yeah, yeah. I was driving pretty much everywhere I could, just trying to meet people and do shit because I had I was engaged in 2016, so I started working a second bartending job. So I was working like 50 or 60 hours a week to save up for a wedding. And it ended up not happening. It ended up not happening. So I ended up not doing stand-up like at all because I was working so much to save up money. And then we called it off. And then 2017, I had a bunch of money. So I was like, oh, I can just go places. Like I'll just travel <laughs> now, you know? So I need to get my asking, that was when I first came down. I remember asking if you wanted cupcakes and coffee. And you were like, yeah, Absolutely. And I literally walked downstairs and next door, got cupcakes and coffee, come back upstairs, and you're gone. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all right. You said you had to get somewhere. 
I'm assuming you just saw what time it was and were like, oh, shit, I got to get moving. I was probably late for something or but, whatever. Shouldn't have been driving for sure. But you were, you were asleep on the couch and I was like, hey, what do you grab some cupcakes and some coffee? Do you want anything? You're like, yeah, for sure. And I went downstairs and went down to Happy Chicks, which is literally next door to my apartment building. So I was gone maybe a total of 10 minutes. I come back and you're gone. And Rand's sitting out there like, yeah, she, she said she had to be somewhere at a certain time. Yeah, those they've lost so many years. <laughs> yeah, man, I need I need to get my ass back up to Cleveland. The last time I was there, I think I did a set at the Grog Shop. Yeah, Monday nights. Yeah, is Bruton still doing that, or is that is that not even a thing right now? Well, Grog Shop is closed because it's a music venue primarily, so they haven't been doing any live shows. So he moved that show to B side, which is right underneath it. Okay. Um, still on Mondays though. Yeah. So okay. You're ever around. Nice. I need to get back up to hilarities. I've never, I've never done a set at that club. Me neither. It's the best. Yeah, I can't wait to get back up there. Well, yeah, we, you know, you've never done stand up ever. <laughs> I know. You uh, have a good chance. Let me know because they're doing those like short sets in between. So it's only like eight to ten, eight to twelve minutes, depending on who the headline oh, is. Oh yeah. Which time they want to do, but those are. Um, I mean, they're. It's way more likely for you to get time now than it ever was before. I'll have to email uh, the... Sam. Sam? Sam. Yeah. She's only about 10 minutes. Yes. We're trying to get to that. Um, Last thing. Plugity plugs. You have any plugs, Lloyd? Nothing. Uh, Mary. Actually, we'll we'll do your your plugs at kind of the tail end, because I'm sure you have a ton. Because you're all over the place. You're absolutely crushing stand-up. You're better than us. We get it. You are much better than us. Um, I have, uh, a couple plugs, uh, we just did Gabe's show, uh, listen to Gabe Kia's album, uh, Dumber Than a Fish, I just did his album release show, fantastic. Such a funny guy. He was so funny. He's the best. I'm so happy for him. Uh, Jane, I mean, this is a while from now, but January 29th, I will be at Chameleon in Northside. Have you ever been, have you ever been, been to Chameleon? I'll be uh, featuring for great friend of the pod and former host of the podcast, Billy DeVore. Hell yeah. And then Rudick's got a show there. Yes. Uh, Spark's got a show. Go to the Chameleon yeah, shows. Check them out. they got a bunch of bunch of shows coming up. They're, uh, they're turning that side room more or less into a comedy club weekly shows. And it's they're having local guys headline. Nick, the owner, is like... When I was down there last, we did a, me and Wayne and someone else were roasting open mic, people doing two or three minute sets. I don't remember what the name of the show was, um, but um, we were high. It was a drinking game. Yeah, that was at, um. Was that the Chameleon? That was right before we went to Chameleon. Or no, 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 you're right. That was Chameleon. No, that was the Chameleon yeah, yeah, in the yeah, side right. room. Uh, it was think... like someone had to drink at once a minute and I didn't drink, so me and Wayne were smoking weed. And, uh, my... <laughs> The only line that I remember from that night, um, oh my god, the guy who won the lottery. John Hayes. The blonde haired guy. No, John no. Hayes. Hayes he won the lottery, he, yeah. He was doing jokes, and he, he like wasn't getting a lot of laughs, and then he looked at us. I was so fucking high at this point. He looked at us, and he was like, um, I thought you guys were going to interrupt my jokes, and I just looked at him and was like, I thought you were going to tell jokes like that. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I've been meaner to everybody, and they still somewhat like me. So, yeah. So I'll I'll tell. Can I tell the Can I tell the other Zoom story real quick? Yeah. We'll yeah. We'll do this real quick, and then because Lloyd's or Mary's got to bounce. I tried to do a, a Zoom podcast with a girl a friend of mine moved to Cincinnati. Uh, she I saw her at Bengals game. So I'm like, ah, oh, she's a Bengals fan. I kind of had a thing for her, and it didn't really. The podcast didn't really work out all that much because like internet issues and. I was nervous, and Lloyd was kind of making me uncomfortable. I was trying to be nice. Like, I did, I did really good about not... Being an I, asshole. So, for 45 minutes, it was me biting my tongue, being like, so when are you going to Alex smash? Because I oh, knew that would have just melted his whole fucking brain. He would have, like... <laughs> like, like, I would have had to drive... Or like, I would have had to drive him home. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he was so nervous, he was, like, sweating. And my Gross. apartment's a, a fucking Arctic, like, I keep I, I keep my airs on right now at, like, 65. Wow. I'm hot all the time. Yeah. So, he was sweating from nerves. 
And it's everything in me sitting there like, so like where you, the same way where you're like, I don't want, I don't like writing roast jokes. It's not the way I write it. It's the only thing I do. Yeah, I get it. <clears throat> I'm just mean to people. And right. you and I are fine while I'm wearing a DJ girl t-shirt. Right. <laughs> See? Well, thanks. I, I, I take that as a compliment. I guess. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a whole multitude of things. It wasn't just that. And Lily was there. Yes, Lily was there. Oh, yeah. My so daughter was sitting in the back watching Alex flounder while on a podcast with... Danny. Danny. That's great. Did you smash? No. She actually... Uh, she actually said, I feel uncomfortable talking about this and putting it in the public right now. I actually asked her out last year, and she said she had, like, just broken up with her boyfriend. She was single, so I was like, yeah, I'm not going to try. So, no. Yeah. Uh, so, awkward segue into this. Mary, do you have any plugs? Um, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, Mary Santora Comedy, uh, Twitter, Mary underscore Santora, and then I am on a um, radio show every afternoon, Monday through Friday, called The Ellen Cox Show. It's yes. my, my day gig up here in Cleveland. You can listen anywhere for free on the iHeartRadio app. So if you're not in within a 90-mile radius of Cleveland, you're down in Cincinnati. Um, iHeartRadio app's totally free, and you just type in the Alan Cox Show. pops up anywhere you listen to podcasts, too. Um, it's super fun. It's like, um, you know, current events as a talk, afternoon talk radio show. So based in comedy, we, we talk about everything. We talk about, you know, football, politics, dumb fart jokes. I mean, any kind of weird news story. It's, it's a lot of fun and uh that's probably m most of what the content I'm putting out right now is on that show. So if you guys give that a listen, I'd really, really appreciate that. That's awesome. Mary, thank you so much. This was a blast. It was great. Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Uh, I gotta go put spandex on. <laughs> yeah, so Lloyd, uh, Mary, you don't have to say this, but this is how we end every episode. Lloyd, I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. Browns. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. Why, man? Fuck you. We like the Bengals. Bengals.